0: Hello, my beautiful light beings. Welcome back to the Wild Woman Motherhood Podcast, where we explore the wild world of parenting, relationships, and self-healing, consciously navigating the triggers and traumas of our life to create a more aligned tomorrow. There's been a big influx of homeschooling um, in the last year or so a huge amount of people have been shifting away from the public school systems um, for good reason i'm very thankful to have already had my children at home and had made that decision a while ago they're still young eight six and almost four but I- i'm very thankful to have already had them at home to not have to deal with everything that has been going on in the schools this year but with all that it said, these are really important experiences for us to have individually and as a collective so that we can begin to look a little deeper at what we're doing here and why, what are we a part of, and what is the impact that those systems have on our life and the planet. And I've noticed through, I was in public school, as many of us were through the 80s, 80s and 90s, 90s, I suppose. I was born in 86, so 90s, I was through school, 90s and early 2000s. And there was a, there was a lot of, um, judgment toward anybody who homeschooled. It was a weird thing. You were like in some religious cult or, or whatever, like unsocialized. And there's a lot of, Uh, perceptions about what homeschooling is and that was very that was very intentional by societal conditionings to make it seem like it's weird and you're in some cult or you're not a part of society if you're homeschooled but now growing up I, I realize how that's completely not true and really the main thing I get now is that being able to, as a parent, have a stronger impact on the male ladies here. (laughs) I'm going to pause and come back. I'm just going to move inside. <laughs> the mail lady shows up right as I'm doing a live. That's okay. <laughs> Bear with me. Um, what was I saying? So being, as a parent, able to have a stronger um, role in your child's schooling and growing up um, on a day-to-day, it gives more of a, you get more of a self-empowerment and your kids grow up with more, more sovereignty and empowerment and trust in themselves. And my personal issue with a lot of the schooling, school systems is the really strong dynamic of like rewards and punishment based. I'm going to close the door quick. she gone? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go back out. <laughs> hey, Mom. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Too many little kids around. My gosh, this hey, live Mom. is not going yeah, well. Mom. I'm going to move back outside because it's a better lighting. Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, Mom. Uh, what? Can we open the box? No. I think it's Mommy's anyways. Mommy gets lots of boxes delivered. Okay, we're back. Never had that happen before, of course. Okay, so, what was I saying? Okay, being able to homeschool and being homeschooled on both sides, being a parent who homeschools your children and being children who are in the home and homeschooled allows such a I don't want to say control because that's kind of what we're trying to get away from is that controlling authoritarian authoritarian type dynamic that we get in school systems that we're seeing so prevalently right now with these strict mandates, which really aren't lawful if you look a little deeper at most of them. Um, we hold our, our own sovereign space and have every right to refuse anything. So, just know that from the beginning. No one can make you do anything. You are, you consent. Um, so, being able to homeschool your children, and not even just homeschooling, I'm going to talk into unschooling, radical unschooling. Oh, what, what's that thing? Honey, I'm going to open it a little bit, okay? It's Mom's. Uh, we'll open it later. Okay. So, Mom, uh... Guys, Thanks. I'm doing a video. Oh, it, what's your is? it says it's It says, that's the invoice. Oh, that's my herbs. Wait, why do you have so many herbs? It's my Dr. Morse herbs. Yay! Wait, what? what? Herbs what? for my detox. Oh. Yep. I got a video right here. Hunter, you see hi? Dive. Nine, nine. nine. <laughs> okay. This is a really interrupted live, oh. isn't it? That way you can't hear anything. Come <laughs> here. No? Okay. Go inside and give me a little bit. I'll be back. Or I'll be in, okay? Speaking of unschooling. (laughs) So, when we step away from public school systems, it allows a a really... First of all, we have to really de-school ourselves as parents. Because we've been conditioned, unless you were homeschooled as a child, which not a whole lot of people were. Um, we have to de-school ourselves from the conditioning we've received our entire lives of how life is supposed to be, how school, how learning is supposed to be. We're supposed to teach and do worksheets and get grades and graduate and get our diplomas and like this whole system of coming into basically being a functional member of society, which means you need to work, retire, and die. That's kind of the dynamic we've been raised into. You're not supposed to enjoy school. You're not supposed to really enjoy work. It's not about honoring your true authenticity and doing something that you love and allowing the abundance to come to you, which I'm still learning so much myself. I have not mastered this at all, but I am on that journey. And I've always rejected the the regular working environment. I've had jobs that I didn't mind. Um, I've been in retail a lot, customer service a lot. I never minded my jobs much, um, but I always hated the dynamic of, of like, (laughs) I went to school for retail management, so ironically enough, I was in a management role after college, but I really hated that system of just kind of being dictated what you're supposed to do every day, like literally a list of things that your manager wants you to do, and Listen to your boss and shut up, kind of thing. Um, and that's what we're taught in school, too. Listen to your teacher. Don't make, don't question what you're supposed to do. Do your work, do your worksheets, get your grades and go home. And there's not a whole lot of questioning authority. You're taught not to question authority. And I even see this still in a lot of people who homeschool. That's why I lean into unschooling because I see a much more liberating experience with unschooling because there's a couple different groups of homeschooling people and a lot of the ones that lean into, I don't know how to say this in a, a gentle way, many who homeschool for religious reasons tend to still follow a book of rules. Um, and it's not just no. Keep that out here, honey. We don't want to spill the bubbles in the house, okay? Keep it out here. Yeah. No, we're not going to do bubbles in the house. Oh, well, well, you blow bubbles, Can you blow bubbles, Hunter? <laughs> this should just be a lesson in homes unschooling your children. How many times I'm interrupted today? <laughs> um, so. It's not just those who lean into religion that have a, a book of rules to follow it's it's a variety but personal experience from the groups I'm in that's what I see um, so I feel like there's steps to, homes, to to come into homeschooling and one of that is kind of stepping out of the public school releasing that type of control and reward and punishment scenario um, indoctrination within the schools Getting comfortable in your role at home, but then also stepping beyond just being able to control it at, ho- at home and then being able to step even beyond that, allowing your children to lead in the learning process. The hummingbird's back, guys. It literally was just next to my head. We have a couple of these hummingbirds so we have this beautiful plant over there i think i hope you can see it that purple bush the hummingbirds butterflies and bumblebees have been so we've had an abundance of them this year and we've been watching hummingbirds and butterflies on that on that bush all day today they've just been loving that nectar (laughs) um that hummingbird was like literally like by my head Bubbles. Bubbles. And once you can step back and allow your children to lead in their, in their learning process, that's a whole different shift into like a radical unschooling. Um, <laughs> really? And it's a big process of letting go for yourself. Yep, that's just a beetle of some kind. It's a letting go in order to allow them to lead. You as a parent need to be able to let go of your own (laughs) expectations and your rules and kind of the limiting beliefs and indoctrination you've received in your life. (laughs) And it's a, it's a, it's kind of a never ending process too through your own, not only releasing of these dynamics, but healing. Yes, we know you're blowing bubbles. So yeah, you're getting bubbles on my phone. Um, releasing your own wounds and limiting belief systems can you stop please (laughs) you keep flinging bubbles in my face you can blow them blow (laughs) them i don't mean in the camera guys this is is, hello come on this is a shit show. <laughs> Hunter, please get back a little bit so they can actually see your face. You. Say hi. Hello. We're all over the place today. Mm-hmm. Might as well be a how-to un- how-to unschool. Do a live and then your kids will love the camera. <laughs> Say hi. Hi. You gotta show off for the video, don't you hey. <laughs> So, it's not as much a, a process, it's not even as much a learning for your children as it is a learning for yourself. Um, because they will learn in their own environment without much teaching. You don't have to really teach your children the way that we think that we have to teach our children. Um, we just need to step back and allow them to lead in their learning process. They'll let you know the things that they enjoy and then you can help guide them. With more study and, and. (laughs) Bye bye, everyone! God to (laughs) God! And practice those things. (laughs) Oh my god. They're on a whole new level today. So, Radical Unschooling first came into my awareness because of Dana Martin. Uh, If you haven't followed her, please do. Um, by no means do I think that she's, I don't think she's like the first to really do this, but she's really pioneered a lot of, for, for, I would say, kind of in the modern understanding of unschooling, radical unschooling. She's been a, she's been a wonderful pioneer of information. Um, so I, I, that was the first one that got me into it. And now I've gotten a little deeper into like Rudolf Steiner. And his information about schooling systems, stepping away from that, he doesn't call it anything. I don't think. I'm still working into his information, but I love his his blending of um, breaking the system, consciousness-wise, stepping away from like the indoctrination, raising consciousness, coming into your spirituality and humanity. Um, Just a a brilliant human. So there's been a lot of influences for me that I'm still learning every day. There you go. uh, uh, But as parents, we are really the ones who need to let go a little bit more. Because we're the ones that tend to have such a strict idea of, of what parenting is and what schooling is and um, I still have this struggle with uh, their dad who hasn't enjoyed who hasn't liked the the homeschooling at all and even the idea of unschooling can't wrap his head around Um, and it's been a fight and I know through a divorce it's going to be even more of a fight but I'm going to fight for that because I know in my heart that that is what's best for them um, and ultimately, what's best for us as well, because even though school is for your children, it pulls the parent into that dynamic just as much um, as the children. But the children really are the ones that suffer the most. And I know a lot of people will argue whether that's true or not, but that's my personal experience and my feelings on it. Um, what else did I want to talk about here? Uh, oh, radical unschooling and unschooling. Really, the, the main thing that you can understand between the differences is radical unschooling is just is stepping out of the entire like schooling dynamic of learning process and basically living living in an unschooled environment, living in an environment of gentle parenting, conscious awareness, um, child led learning. Um, letting go of reward and punishment, that's a big one for me, too. Um, I still fall into that sometimes, every once in a while when you get to that point of, like, frustration with your children and you play the whole ultimatum game. That's something to step away from, too. Uh, there's so many little parts of it that you learn along the way. But the first step is just stepping away from the schooling system, uh de-schooling yourself and along that line we become more aware of our own traumas and wounds and conditionings and limiting beliefs that need to be alchemized, cleared out in order to allow our children to really live in a conscious heart-centered dynamic and way of life. We're really the barriers to their greatest potential we are the ones that hold them back the most not them children are one of the most openly open in love open in consciousness and awareness and our conditioning through society is what suppresses them down born as a baby they're literally the most pure little soul that's open and expanding until the conditioning society just kind of suppresses their energy and consciousness and Third eye starts to kind of close up over time. Children have such profound experiences through third eye awareness in um, dream states, other things, and they don't even realize what it is. We don't always realize what it is, and often we diminish their experiences because we don't understand what they're talking about or what they're speaking to or just say it's a nightmare or a dream or it's you're just imagining things. When it's really astral, spiritual, third-eye type experiences, and I noticed this in my middle child, he's just, the the things that come out of his mouth sometimes, I know is just coming from a different source. He's a very clear channel, I I can notice. Like today, I was talking about, here's an example of a learning moment. We were out on a hike, and there was a bunch of trees down because we had some really heavy storms this last week. Lots of trees that were Torn down in it. Um, it was possibly a tornado. We're not sure yet. Um, it would be a pretty small tornado, but a tornado nonetheless. Lots of trees knocked down in our area and all around. Um, so we were talking. I had I brought up that question of if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around, does it make a sound? Okay, it's one that really makes you think. And I was explaining how our eardrums work and that. I asked them, what is it, what happens when a tree falls that allows us to hear it? And without a beat, my middle child, who is six, he says, vibration. (laughs) Yes, it's vibration. It's the vibration uh, of that becomes noise. You know, the vibration, the vibrational frequency that comes into our eardrum, that allows us to hear that sound. And I'm like, how did you know that? And he's like, I just heard it in my ear. Interesting. That, for me, is is confirmation that he's just getting a clear channel of information. And he doesn't even realize it. He doesn't even understand the clear channel he's getting to, to wisdom. Like, that just, he didn't learn that anywhere. And that's kind of the point when we let go of all of these attachments to things outside of us, we open up that clear connection to our authentic selves, to our true soul and our higher self, and that is where our true wisdom and true learning comes from. It's not from anything outside of us. It's not from all of the, the curriculum or the books in school or the things that other people are going to teach you. It's... It's that wisdom connection to source consciousness. That is the most direct wisdom that you're going to get. Nothing will beat that. So that is really the most profound part of unschooling that I've come to understand, is that you really, truly cannot... I don't want to say trust information outside of you, but you you really can't be seeking all of that information outside of you. And now is a really good example of that is so much we're being bombarded with news and articles and studies. We have all these new scientific studies telling you this and telling you that and proving you this, but that's all a distraction. It's all a distraction from the true wisdom in the truest wisdom you're ever going to access is within yourself which is your connection to consciousness source consciousness that's the the truest wisdom that you can access that's the the, the most truth that you'll ever find in this world that's where getting confident in your, it, once you get confident in your your energy, that root our root chakra, is that first energy center that connects us, grounds us in the experience, and it gives us a sense of protection and security and a trust in the self. So until your root chakra is balanced and solid, you really don't get that trust in the self. And then from that space, you work up in your chakras and gain more and more clarity and confidence in your own being and your own truth throat chakra is our expression and our speaking of our truth that's why we're saying it's a speaking of your truth because it's not necessarily the same for everybody and there's not necessarily a right or wrong in this world either there only just is it's all just experience And once we can let go of the idea of right and wrong, fact and misinformation, more of that stuff coming out of media, we understand that it's all simply experiences that we learn from. And I, I see more and more people learning a lot from this last year and a half, I suppose we could even say now. There's a lot to learn. And the first thing to learn is that you should not be seeking a... You shouldn't be looking for a savior outside of yourself, first of all. Um, don't be waiting for someone to save you. Don't be waiting for that one person to change the world. Um, it's still all a journey within ourselves. You are ultimately the creator of your own reality. It follows your resonance. And as you shift, your reality will shift with it. Uh, you attract at which you emit. So whatever you're emitting out of yourself, the frequency at which you emit, um, lovingly, energetically, your energetic signature, that is what you attract into your reality. That's what dictates how you, how your path will go. And it's ever changing. You're always shifting a little bit more every single day. What else do I want to say? How's everyone feeling right now? I, over the last couple days, I felt... I felt a huge shift in energy of, of, um, hope. I feel a lot of hope for this month and a lot of... feelings of we're shifting into a timeline that we all have been hoping to be on. And if anyone's aware, I'm going to try to say this carefully so that this video won't get (laughs) censored on Instagram. Either way, I'll have to download it and save it in my, I'll be sharing it to my telegram and I'll put it on YouTube too we'll see, um, once we become more and more aware of what is going on in this world, the corruption at hand, um, we begin to trust our own intuition a little bit more, and this couple, last few years is, has been a really, Profound expansion and rising of the feminine energy. And that is to help balance out this patriarchal society we've been experiencing. And no, that is not a male dominated necessarily. That's not necessarily what that is. It's a masculine dominant energy. And men and women have both been perpetrators of that dynamic. It's not white man oriented. We can find that a thousand percent in our society, um, and we do, but there are many women who have followed along with it. Many women have been complacent um, because we've been conditioned to just follow our husbands or especially throughout the 40s and 50s of just shutting up and being the housewife. And you don't have much decision in the world. So we've been conditioned generationally to not stand up. And I've noticed a huge number of women, particularly the divine feminine, is stepping up in huge numbers. Uh, And I noticed that, of course, as a woman and a mother, the mothers have been fierce warriors this last year. The, the fiercest standing up for their children and standing up for our sovereignty, and it's been beautiful to see. And this is what we've needed for a really long time. This is not a men against women, women against men, let's dominate men because they've been suppressing us. No, that is still a victim and projection mentality. This all has to do with healing ourselves because that type of masculine dominant energy has a lot to do with trauma. We are led by a trauma-based, by trauma-based leaders, trauma-based systems. The corruptions are based in trauma. so as we can go within and honor and and heal heal through our own traumas that is when the shifts happen and as parents we hold such an important role in that shift because the way we honor our children and allow them to grow up in this world will really define what they will grow up to be as adults and what that future will look like when they are in their 20s and 30s and 40s. Once we're gone, once we as parents have passed off to of this planet, what have we left behind? And right now we're seeing a good amount of upheaval. My generation, for one, I see a big split. I But I, I, I'm seeing there's the, there's a really big split and you can see it because it has a, there's a, there's been a huge shift in parenting styles and we're seeing that split too of, of people who are more apt to rebel or stand up for themselves versus those who have been coerced and submissed through trauma. And a lot of it has to do with being able to come into the connection to your, usually there's experiences that shake you out of your programming or at least make you question your, your programming. And the more you'll come into that soul connection, as you come into that soul connection, that kind of breaks a good amount of that programming and you're able to see more clearly. And that is really that's really what our journey is as parents and adults this became a lot different than what I planned but that's why I like to not have much of a plan and I don't know what time I'm at right now I don't think it says I can never see does anyone have questions or comments that you'd like to share I like doing lives. I need to do them more often. I tend to look like hell on a daily basis. So I don't often want to do live. This was literally after I showered. I'm like, okay, let's have my hair look decent after showering and let's go live. But yeah, I usually look like a hot mess, but this is a really good way to Share with each other create a little bit of community support when we need it there's been a lot of separation which again oh that was the other thing i wanted to mention so we deal with the separation and isolation um but this is also part of our process because when you can be alone then you are forced to be with yourself. And if you are not happy with yourself and you're really just kind of doing the things in the world that you think that you're supposed to do, and working, making money, paying rent, and not actually living your life with intention, this type of isolation that we've experienced over the last year and a half forces you to reflect. It's forced a lot of people to reflect. And that's why we've seen a lot of relationships, mine included, dissolving, which isn't good or bad. Again, let go of the kind of judgment we have of of good and bad, because it's no matter what, it's whatever we take from it. Everything is an experience. And what do we take from that experience? That's one thing I want you to take from this. If everything you have, Everything you have on a daily basis, every experience you have, what are you learning from that? Um, a lot of things that we have to learn as well is, is our reactions to situations. Remember, all of our triggers are teachers, so the way we are triggered and react is a reflection of things that we need to look inwardly to heal, because not everybody has the same triggers. So usually that means that there is something within us that has been wounded, a certain trauma that you've had throughout your life that is causing you to have a strong reaction. Um, as parents, uh, many of us are getting reflections from our children with misbehavior or, or something that our children do that makes us react in a bad way and we want to punish or get angry or yell. And all of thats it's okay to feel those experiences and those emotions. But the the, the shifts happen within yourself when you were able to stop and have an awareness of your behavior, of your feelings and emotions in that moment, and acknowledge your need to heal and what it is that needs to heal. <laughs> Hello. Say hi. I'm eating pirate booty. You're eating pirate's booty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Yum. laughs> All right, give me a little bit, and I'll be inside. Okay. I'm gonna do a potter deck Go. No, no, I to do that again. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't. Um So if our children do things that making a mess or whatever it is, we often react in a certain way, which is reflective of how our parents reacted to us. So that's a very generational trauma. You did. Okay. That is my cue to go wipe baby butt. Baby butt, (laughs) or I should say toddler. (laughs) Say say, I went potty. (laughs) Baby butt. Okay, I'm gonna end with that. Okay. Allow yourself to be able to observe your reactions and emotions and situations, and identify your need for reflection and healing, and what causes. Reflect on why. When you react in a highly emotional situation, ask yourself why you react in that way. If it's actually that individual, not even just your children, if, if it's that individual that deserves that reaction from you, or is it something that's triggered inside of you? Usually an experience you had as a child or or in your younger life that causes that type of reaction. It's That's your need to reflect. It's that darkness that is coming up that needs to be alchemized. And that is how you shift your consciousness, your light energy. Remember, we're light beings, so we shift, we're, we're alchemizing darkness into light and emitting a higher, more beautiful light energy of ourselves from the heart center. So allow yourself to reflect on those times and ask yourself why. And even just go into, a, close your eyes and just meditate a little bit into that and see what comes up. See if something comes up for you that you can let go of. So I'm going to leave it there. And I'm going to do a YouTube video tonight on that nar- the narcissism and narcissist behaviors and what all that is really a reflection of. So um, I need to go wipe some toddler buttons. So bye.